and welcome to Fresh Fusion, a weekly show where we discuss the business, the art, the ethics of content creation on the open web. My name is Jared White, and this is episode 82, Pocket Casts, the best podcast player in the world. Well, let's find out in today's episode. <laughs> but before we get into that topic, uh, I want to once again remind folks that uh, upcoming is the launch of Fresh Fusion Plus. Uh, yes, I'm launching a group membership for this podcast and for my email newsletter creator class. Uh, this podcast will feature more interviews and Q&A sessions and tips and tricks on various topics around content creation and around uh, navigating this new world of social media in the Fediverse and all kinds of fun stuff like that. Uh, In the meantime, however, if you would like to support the show, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Jared White and show your support for the show there. Uh, I also encourage you to go to jaredwhite.com slash subscribe to sign up for my email newsletter creator class. And there will be a bonus issue every month for creator class subscribers if they are part of the new group membership. So stay tuned for that. Also, I want to let you folks know that if you go to jaredwhite.com slash browse slash videos, you will see my list of uh, Essential Life with Jared videos that now uh, play automatically from Bunny, Bunny CDN. Uh, There's still a YouTube version that you can get to as well. There's essentially two tabs, Bunny and YouTube. Uh, So I'm not abandoning YouTube, but I'm also not exclusively posting my videos on YouTube any longer. In the past, I actually experimented with posting videos on Vimeo, uh, and for a little while I only used Vimeo. That was not the best idea, (laughs) Uh, but uh, yeah, the the spirit was right. Um, Unfortunately, Vimeo has just over time proven to be uh, too expensive for not enough utility, in my opinion. Uh, the thing I like about Bunny CDN is that all it's doing for you is providing a platform for hosting videos and streaming videos to people uh, with a nice little player. And uh, it, it really lets you essentially create your own quote unquote streaming service. <laughs> so yeah, so I have my own streaming service on my website at jaredwhite.com slash browse slash videos. So check that out. All right. I promise we're getting to the topic, but a couple other little bits of news. Um, I posted on my Mastodon account uh, sort of a a funny little uh, humorous take on the rise of generative AI and some of the problems with it. Uh, I've actually been posting quite a bit lately about generative AI and how I essentially see virtually nothing but terribleness ahead of us. (laughs) Uh, I I consider generative AI to be in the category of of drugs, weapons, uh, things that have potential upsides in certain cases, but are also extremely dangerous and extremely bad news in the hands of people ill-equipped to deal with them. Uh, And I think uh, if, re- if regulation is not coming soon and coming fast, it should be. And 
as long as it's unregulated, we're going to have serious problems, uh, both ethically as well as uh, culturally and societally, societally, <laughs> whatever the word is. Um, anyway, there's a link in the show notes to one of my funnier takes on it that sort of blew up on Mastodon. So uh, that was fun. Um, I definitely will be doing an upcoming episode here on Fresh Fusion all about generative AI. Uh, so keep an eye out for that or keep an ear out for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of upcoming episodes, uh, I'd also like to do an episode all about uh, owning an electric scooter. Uh, I've had my own electric scooter for a little while now. And when I, when I say electric scooter, I literally mean a scooter much like the ones you see in cities that are available for rent. You know, it's, you know, you have the handlebars, you stand on it, you, you know, flip a throttle or whatever, and off it goes. Uh, and I'm using this as a real vehicle. This is not a toy for me. This isn't just a fun thing I you know, do on the weekends with my kids, even though I do, and they think that's cool. Um, but no, this is a real vehicle for me because at the moment I don't have a car. And uh, you know, I could ride a bike, but uh, my bike still needs to go to the shop and get fixed up. Uh, and in the meantime... Uh, yeah, I avoided spending a little bit of money to get my bike fixed up in the shop by uh, spending a lot more money to buy a new electric scooter. <laughs> so, uh, not sure how the math works there. But anyway, I love it. It's great. And I want to talk a little bit about it in an upcoming episode. All right, folks, with that all out of the way, on to my journey with podcasts and this whole wonderful medium and how I eventually arrived at using Pocket Casts, and why I now think that Pocket Casts is the best podcast player in the world. Or some people might call it the best podcatcher in the world. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to use that word. I don't like that word. I don't know. I don't know who came up with podcatcher. That uh, that's no. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. That doesn't work for me. Anyways, um, so. What I've used over the years to play podcasts, to download and listen to podcasts, um, well, I suspect like many folks who've been around a while, um, I got started using, of course, the iPod and iTunes and all of that. Like, that's literally where podcasting came from. Um, download a broadcast to your iPod and listen to it. So it's a podcast. <laughs> it seems strange now to, to think back on those days, but um, the, the original podcasts were literally download this file and transfer it to your hardware device and then listen to it on the go, right? It was a very much a, a, um, a multi-step process. Uh, and nowadays, of course, we just we don't even think about it. it everything is quote unquote streaming, and even if things do download locally, so we can play it offline, like we don't really think about it. But back then, there was a process of getting podcasts into your iPod. Um, I remember when Apple first launched their own standalone podcast player. They decided to uh, you know extract it out of. I guess it was called music on the iPhone. When, once they once they went iPhone, there's the music app. But then you would play podcast through the music app, I believe, and so that didn't quite make sense. So they they moved things out so that there was a standalone Apple Podcasts app on the iPhone. Um, 
And I don't know if anyone remembers this, but that original version looked like a reel-to-reel tape deck. <laughs> yes, this is the era of uh, when Apple, uh, all their all of their software looked uh, scalomorphism. Is that the word? Scalomorphic. Um, in other words, all of the apps like had all these elements that looked like real world uh, materials and and gadgets and whatnot. So Game Center was like a, a pool table with green felt and and uh, yeah, Apple Podcasts was a reel to reel tape deck. And as you were <laughs> as you were playing your podcast episode, you would see the 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 reels turning <laughs> the tape reels turning uh, <laughs> kind of bananas uh yeah I, I even at the time when i did like some of the scalomorphic stuff they're doing uh and i and i admired the the artistry the creativity of this but i was like that, what what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> real real tape decks have nothing to do with playing podcasts jeez um, anyway, um, you know, th- that's what I used for quite a while. Then I heard about a third party podcast player for iPhone, uh, from Marco Arment called Overcast. And I tried that out as did many Apple nerds at the time it came out. Uh, and, uh, it seemed pretty cool. It seemed pretty cool. So, uh, so I switched to Overcast and used Overcast for, uh, several years. Um, and I don't really remember why I decided to switch to something else. Um, but, um, I was, you know, by all accounts, a a happy overcast user. And then I heard about Castro and, um, thought, oh, I'll check it out. I'll check out Castro. I I think I'd heard a bit about how Castro had more advanced, um, sort of control over like, putting things into a queue and having, you know, lists of things. So, um, so I tried that out and actually found Castro's mental model really worked for me. I I really liked the interface. I liked how it worked a little bit better than Overcast, I have to say. Um, not that Overcast is a bad app by any means. Um, but, um, but at the time I tried out Castro, it just seemed to fit my brain a little better. Uh, so I switched to that and used that for quite a while. Um, unfortunately, Castro has had stability issues at different times, um, just you know issues with with not playing things right or whatever. Um, in the recent sort of OS, I guess iOS 16 release, um, I, I once again am having uh, quite quite a bad problem with Castro where it just flat out refuses to play an episode all of a sudden and the only way I can get it to play anything is to quit the app and start over which is not great (laughs) Um, so that was increasingly getting on my nerves but that's not what led me to look around yet again for a new podcast player Uh, what happened was uh, I was on Mastodon um, sort of lamenting the fact that uh, nobody, nobody does video podcasts anymore. Video podcasts aren't a thing. And somebody came along and said, what are you talking about? Video podcasts are totally still a thing. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Um, and it turned out as I soon came to discover that, uh, neither Overcast nor Castro 
play video podcasts. In other words, if an RSS feed, which is how podcasts work, if an RSS feed contains not an audio enclosure for an episode, but a video enclosure for an episode, um, Overcast or Castro do not work. They do not play those videos. Whereas Apple Podcasts itself does. Apple Podcasts does support video podcasts, but I didn't want to switch back to that. There, there's various reasons why I, I, I don't really like using Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, it's a fine app. It's good for, say, beginners to the medium because it's just there and easy to use and integrated with Apple's podcast directory. But uh, I didn't want to switch to that. So I did a little bit more investigation and came to discover that uh, Pocket Casts, Pocket Casts does support video podcasts. Uh, and I tried it out a little bit. I tried it out with, um, I believe the show is iOS Weekly or something like that from the Twit Network. Um, and I also tried out uh, like TED Talks. Uh, there, there were a couple like video podcasts I found to kind of test out. And it worked. It really worked. So I thought, huh, well, hmm, maybe I should, uh, maybe I should give Pocket Casts uh, the good old college try here. So, yeah, so I switched to Pocket Casts. I subscribed to Pocket Casts Plus to get all the Plus features, which I'll enumerate here in a moment. And uh, it's been great, actually. And now Pocket Casts is my preferred podcast player of choice, even though the vast majority of podcasts I listen to are still just regular audio podcasts. So, a little bit about Pocket Casts. Um, originally, it was created in 2008. It might have been officially released in 2010 or something like that. Um, it was created by Australian developers, Russell Ivanovic and Philip Simpson. Um, and they worked on that independently for a while. Uh, but then in 2018, uh, a collective of public radio entities such as NPR, WNYC Studios, This American Life, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, a number of different sort of well-known entities in public radio uh, purchased it as a group, um, which is an inter- interesting move. It was an interesting move for sure. Um, but then in 2021, so just last year, Pocket Casts was purchased by Automatic. And it seems like Automatic is really full steam ahead on developing Pocket Casts. There have been a bunch of features and a bunch of improvements uh, pretty recently to Pocket Casts. Um, however, even before Automatic bought Pocket Casts, they did a major overhaul of the interface um, just, you know, a- across the board on, on their apps and, and also having a web version, a full web app version of Pocket Casts, which is actually pretty great. Um, and I think this UI is simply gorgeous. It's just amazing. It's beautiful. It's it's really quite impressive, <laughs> I have to say. Like, I think Pocket Casts is one of the best-looking apps, also one of the best-looking web apps I've seen in this space, period. Like, this is a great-looking app whether you're using it on iOS or iPad or on your Mac. And the Mac version is kind of essentially the website. Um, But, you know, whatever. Like, it just, it looks great. It really looks great. 
Um, so yeah, so that's that's not Automatic's doing because that redesign happened before Automatic purchased Pocket Casts, but uh, they're just continuing to to roll out new stuff, including folders, uh, which is a plus feature. Uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about what you get with Pocket Casts Plus. Um, some of those extra features include folders, so you can um, essentially create uh, different folders and place podcasts into them to organize, you know, all of your podcasts, uh, which is great. That's that's something I use constantly. I create a folder for for Apple and for for sort of general geek stuff, geek culture, um, one for politics, religion, business, web, tech. Um, so I have a bunch of folders here, um, and I get to see nice little thumbnails of some of the podcasts I have in all these different folders. Uh, so that's really cool. Uh, I, I really like that feature. But I'm not like diving into folders and picking individual podcasts usually to listen to anything. Uh, for that, I use um, the the filters and up next features, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, another couple plus features are themes. You can kind of pick different uh, themes for your app to use, you know, in terms of the color scheme and whatnot. Uh, and also, you get to use desktop apps. So you can use either Mac or Windows apps on the desktop if you're a subscriber to Pocket Casts Plus. Uh, one thing that's a little bit of a bummer is I just found out that the subscription price, which was $9.99 US dollars a month, um, effective in January, it's going to go up to $14.99. So basically $15 a month, um, which is, you know, a bit of change. It's a bit of change. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure a casual listener of podcasts who's not super into it is going to see the $15 a month price tag and be like, nah. (laughs) Uh, And I, I can respect that. But, uh, for me, by far, by far the app that I use on my iPhone, uh, the most uh, behind like Safari <laughs> and maybe like, you know, one of the Mastodon apps, like a- almost without peer, the app that I use the most on my iPhone is my podcast player. Like my iPhone is essentially a podcast player in a web browser. <laughs> like that's what I use my iPhone for <laughs> browsing the web looking at social media, which is a part of the web, and listening to podcasts, which is a part of the web. (laughs) That's what I do. So it's very, very important to me to use the very best podcast player I can find. And it's very important to me to pay for it and get all the features because this is such a huge part of my life, listening to podcasts and also being a podcaster myself. So, you know, that makes sense. Um, I also think it's just great to support Automatic. You know, they're they're a company that has done so much to support the open web and independent media. You know, besides being the WordPress folks, Automatic also own Tumblr, and they're doing a lot over there uh, to push Tumblr forward, uh, which is, you know, it's all stuff that I think is good to support. And interestingly enough, the iOS and Android apps for Pocket Casts were open sourced back in October. So they're now open source apps, uh, which is pretty rad. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, like great for automatic to do so much to, um, to support, uh, independent media on the open web. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, kind of rounding out the episode, just a little bit about how I use pocket casts personally. Uh, as I mentioned, I organize my podcasts into different folders. Um, but then in terms of how I sort of just use it day to day to figure out what to listen to, um, I use the filters feature. The filters that Pocket Casts come with by default are new releases, in progress, and starred. Uh, so you can you can star certain episodes to get to them later with that starred filter. Um, I pretty much just use new releases. And I also created my own filter because you can do that. And I, I created a, a filter called last week, which is basically like the last, you know, seven days of episodes, wherever those may come from. Um, but whether I use last week or new releases, um, I can see at a glance what the very latest episodes are from any of the podcasts I subscribe to. Um, and I can choose to listen to one of those directly, or I can add it to my up next list. Uh, up next is always available to see uh, what's in the queue effectively. Um, and the nice thing is you can set certain podcasts to automatically put new episodes into up next. So anything new that this particular podcast comes out with, just automatically put it into up next. And I always have it go into the top of up next. So the newest episodes are always the, the most immediate episodes in the list. And, um, and I have it also download the audio once that happens. So not every podcast that I listen to that I subscribe to makes the cut to go into up next and to download. Um, but some of them do. And that kind of mirrors what I did in Castro. My, my usage of Castro is pretty much mirrored with this up next system in pocket casts, which is pretty great. Um, and it's really how I recommend folks do it. You know, you might subscribe to a lot of different podcasts, but only a few are ones that you always want to listen to, you know, almost without fail. So you get to use up next uh, to to sort of automatically uh, funnel those those episodes in there by default and make sure they're downloaded in case you end up somewhere with bad reception. You'll still have your favorite episodes to listen to. So that's how I use Pocket Casts. Um, the really nice thing about using Pocket Casts everywhere is everything gets synced. So whatever I subscribe to and set up on my iPhone, I also have access to it on my iPad. Uh, not just which podcasts and which episodes are available, but literally which one I'm currently listening to and the position within the episode I'm listening to. It's all synchronized, uh, even on the Mac too, like, <laughs> or, or the web app. Like I can log into Pocket Casts on my Mac right now, just in the web browser and see that I'm in the middle of listening to a particular podcast episode. <laughs> it's literally what I was listening to before on my iPhone. Uh, so it's really great that all this stuff is just always there and synchronized. Uh, it really makes it a pretty powerful platform to use for uh, managing and listening to all your podcasts. Um, and finally, you know, as I mentioned, the, the whole reason I even got into this in the first place is to listen to, or I should say watch, uh, video podcasts. Um, there aren't a lot out there. They're hard to find. And I haven't seen that Pocket Casts actually 
like lets you find exclusively video podcasts very easily. So I think this is an this is one of these areas where the technology is there, but the discovery is not great. Uh, so I would really like to see video podcasts as a medium make a big comeback. <laughs> you know, a lot of folks say they make a video podcast. Like you, you'll hear all sorts of creators talk about how they have a video podcast, but what they're really just saying is they have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Their quote unquote video podcast is a YouTube channel. And I'm sorry, folks, <laughs> YouTube is not a podcast medium. It's not a podcast player. YouTube is a proprietary platform. A a true video podcast is an RSS feed with video enclosures that can be played in any podcast player that supports video. Uh, So, and the same thing is true with regular audio podcasts. (laughs) Anytime you're on a platform that claims to have exclusive podcasts, exclusive premium podcasts that only can be played in their own proprietary premium player, that's not a podcast. (laughs) It's not a podcast. Um, Oh, actually, one thing that comes to mind here, which I have not tried yet, is apparently Nebula... Yes, Nebula, which I talked about in the last episode, episode 81, uh, apparently they not only provide RSS feeds for their uh, audio podcasts, including premium podcasts, they they still provide RSS feeds that are personalized to your subscription. Um, Not only does that work, but all of their video channels or shows or whatever they're called in Nebula, apparently all of them do have RSS feeds that are the video format. So you can subscribe to their videos in whatever, Pocket Cast. So if I wanted to, I, I wouldn't even need to go into the Nebula app to watch Nebula videos. I could subscribe to my favorite channels in Nebula in Pocket Casts and use that. So I haven't actually tried that yet, but I've heard that that works. So I will give it a try and let you all know and follow up in the next episode. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in to Fresh Fusion. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you're on the lookout for a new podcast player, I definitely encourage you to try out Pocket Casts. Um, As always, you can find me at jaredwhite.com. And until next time, bye-bye.